Got Nathan Rariri with us now to talk sport. Kia ora, Nathan. Kira. You found another, another, a different sport to talk about this morning. Yes, can you smell the blue stratos? Oh, yes. Yes. Yes, that's a good 70s that reference. just put an image in your head, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, so half of our, a good chunk of our audience knows what we're talking about now. Uh, the others that don't, we're talking about hang gliding. We are. This is fantastic. So first up that I do between five and six, one of our listeners wrote in yesterday and went, oi, what about, what about the thing that we're doing? It is the 46th annual New Zealand Hang Gliding Open Championships. So it's happening around the skies of Murchison. If perhaps you've been in that area up and down the valleys and looked up and gone, is it a hang glider up there? It is a hang glider up there. <laughs> they've, they've been going uh, since the 27th. It actually goes through till the weekend. Just an amazing thing. I used to marvel at these as a kid growing up in, in Hastings and looking up at Tomato Peak and seeing them, you know, jump off and fly around. And it was one of those cool, isn't that neat? But I was always a bit terrified to do it. I could try and tell you what happens here, but I would just be making it up. So uh, the event co-organiser Tom Mulder was kind enough to be awake at the Murchison Riverside Campground and uh, just explain to me uh, what's going on. So each day... We have a task committee that will set a task for the day. They'll review the weather and see whether the lift is going to be best and uh, you know what the wind conditions are, what, what the height of lift is going to be. And they'll set a task, which is a, a set of waypoints that we're going to follow for the day or, or attempt to follow. Hang gliders have to stay aloft, and to stay aloft, we have to find lift along the way. So in the morning, we'll drive up the, the mountain, we'll rig our gliders, we sit on the hill for a while, sort of waiting for the conditions to, to come right, and then we'll launch. We'll try and follow the set of waypoints, which might be a, a course between, let's say, 60 to 130 kilometres. The first and goal is the winner, and then everyone else has points based on where they've landed or flown to during, during the day. Fantastic, eh? Hey? Well, my that, hands are sweating at the Yeah, exactly. The, the bit where they start to run, and I, 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 I can't imagine it, but I imagine the bit that just when you take lift, I wonder if it's that bit that goes from a little bit of terror to the most incredible feeling of freedom um, flying around it there and actually soaring like a bird like you do in your dreams. I think it would be wonderful. It's astonishing. No, yeah. amazing, amazing. Okay, uh, well, not soaring, so, um, no. crashing to the ground almost. More bad news for Rugby Australia. Tell I, us more. Yeah, this is, is the Melbourne Rebels have been part of Super Rugby for a while and uh, they've gone into voluntary administration. They own they owe between $9 and $10 million. A million of that is rent at the stadium that they're in. A lot of it is tax. So... They were always an odd setup to those of us outside of Melbourne, but when I spoke to um, a lot of administrators and stuff at the time, they said, look, Melbourne is a big area for big business, and this will be a, a thing that gets backed because there's a lot of private schools around Melbourne, and that's where a lot of them play rugby union, you see. Okay, yeah. However, this is AFL territory. Even the Melbourne Storm, who have been decades of excellence there in Melbourne, they still struggle for cut through. I mean, like, you know, my cousin uh, lives there, and, and he goes along. He'll take pictures there at the stadium and it's still not full. And you're like, what are you doing? You've got this incredible team that's been there forever. It's very, very hard to get cut through against AFL. Obviously, uh, the rugby franchises in Australia, they went a little loosey-goosey with the spending um, recently. And it's a shame because Australian rugby is trying to get itself back on track. What they've said is, and this is another thing that's, that's really bad, you know, that New Zealand Super Rugby has been doing in the last 12 years or so was that you'd get excited. Oh, the season starts. Great. Who's playing? Oh, the Crusaders. Fantastic. Yeah, none of the All Blacks will be playing because they have to rest for another three weeks.
week. So, you know, you, you do your big opening weekend. You've got no stars playing. The Australians have gone, nope, that's not happening this weekend. Our Wallabies will play the entire way through the season because a couple of years, in a couple of years' time, you've got the Lions coming down, you know, the British and Irish mm-hmm. Lions. So they really want this to be big. You know, they want this momentum because now there's worries in the Brit- in the British people going like, oh, I don't think the, the Wallabies are going to be very good. So Joe Schmidt jumped across there. He will definitely raise them. I mean, he's been excellent everywhere that he goes. But this is hard. And again, um, Super Rugby insisting on starting, doing this thing called a, a Super Round in Melbourne, which is March the 3rd, which is all the teams probably um, not just battling each other, but I, I would say crushing indifference uh, from the locals uh, that are around there. So, yeah, Melbourne uh, having a hard time keeping this above. And also Melbourne City, though, is bidding to, they want the World Cup final there in 20, uh, 2027 when it's um, when the World Cup is in Australia. So at the moment, the people that have swooped in to keep the club going for this season are actually the Victorian government. Wow. Uh, I don't know about that one either, but that's local taxpayer money paying for that to keep them there. But again, another example, I guess, of sports trying to be in places that really don't care too much about them. See, when the supercars tried to be in, or the Australian Basketball League tried being in Singapore, T20 cricket in the USA, Rugby League in Las Vegas, and Rugby Union in Melbourne. Mm. Square pegs and round holes. Exactly. Thank you very much for that, Nathan.